pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside the Dome. I am John Dodaro. I am joined with Carlin Jacob today. Carlin, we got a fun episode, buddy. We got a really fun episode here. We do. Yes. Uh, college football, week four. A lot of big matchups. Shout out to Aiden, as always, for the intro. And real quick before we start, another milestone. 70, 70th episode we have hit. Or Can't 30 from 100. 30 away. <laughs> we'll have to plan something big for the 100th episode. But Yeah, we could probably predict when it's happening. You and I could have a rough idea. Yeah, I'd say about maybe like a month-ish uh, or so. We're on a good pace I mean, right now. If we, mm, we don't post every day, we post five days a week. So it, it would be around a month and a half-ish. So you have to take yeah. away weekends. Yeah, but we're getting there. October, yeah. October, November. Yes, we're close. But like I said, 70 episodes. If you've been here since day one, thank you. If you've joined recently, thank you thank for you. listening. And we are just getting bigger every day. So having more fun every day, too. Oh, yeah. More Jakey yeah. moments, more John moments, more Jordan yes. moments more dan moments there's a lot happening so yeah yeah so we got a lot planned but we'll get into that later because now we are going to talk about week four of college football week three was actually pretty fun uh looking at our records from last week i won by one game by one one game we're tied though yeah, our overall record is tied, but I went twenty-two and three last week. Carlin went twenty-one and four, so we Dude, both have a sixty and twelve record. That right Boston now. College game was so so close, and we thought Boston College only lost by three. Yeah, I think I came so close. Can you imagine that upset in Boston? That would have been crazy, honestly. It would have been I mean, nuts. You you said last week though, like there was a chance, and you picked Boston College. Yep. So. Uh, the only game that you and I, actually, there were two games that you and I both got wrong. The first one was Kansas State versus Missouri. Kansas State was 15. We both picked Kansas State and they lost. So Kansas State is no longer in the top 25, so we will not be mentioning them today. And the other game was Tennessee, who was ranked 11, versus Florida. Uh, we both picked Tennessee, Florida won. So Florida is now in the top 25, and Tennessee is still in the top 25. So both games will be mentioned for Tennessee and Florida. So that was a little Um, recap from last week. So are you ready to get into this week? Yes, sir. And college game day this week will be at Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a massive game. Honestly. If Notre Dame wins this, Ohio State can be screwed because this Penn State team is different this year. Though I'm not sold yet. Not sold we'll, yet. We'll get to we'll Penn get State. to that. Um, <laughs> as well as they got Michigan. So we'll get to it. But 
Anyways, let's talk about Michigan. Rutgers goes to number two, Michigan. Ooh, Michigan's favorite minus 24 and a half. Michigan's been killing it lately. Um, well, okay. Well, well, in the first half of last week's game, they stunk. They only scored seven points and they let Bowling Green score six. And then, then they started to play football. Yeah. Uh, this is the last week of John Harbaugh's, uh, Jim. Uh, John, oopsies, Jim Harbaugh's uh, expulsion. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Because uh, it's four weeks. Yeah, and shout out to Dan Smith because his school, Bowling Green Falcons, uh, they made J.J. McCarthy throw three interceptions this game. He had J.J. McCarthy had a very bad game against Bowling Green, and they had a use Blake Corm to get the victory who had two rushing touchdowns. So not a good game by Michigan against Bowling Green. I almost picked Bowling Green for the fun of it, but I'm still going to take Michigan against Rutgers. It's Rutgers. I've never really liked Rutgers in general. I've never really seen them as a threat. So I'm taking Michigan. Uh, Carlin, you going upset. Any chance? No, no way. We're going Michigan. And also, just for a reference, there's only 19 games this week in the top 25. Um, obviously, there's teams that play each other as well, but we're getting to the point now that there's bye weeks happening. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of ranked teams versus ranked teams this week. That's why it's going to be a very fun one. Hey, college football is getting fun now. Oh, it is. Uh, I'm glad. I do want to anyway. say. I do want to say one thing. Um, for any WVU listeners out there, we will not fully cover the WVU game because they're not ranked, but they won the Backyard Brawl last week. Very fun game. I was there, and they play Texas Tech this Saturday, and I don't have as much faith in WVU, but I'm still going to pick WVU, but that that's not going to be one that we but, hey, track hey, hey, You know who we do get to talk about this week? Who? Pitt. But we'll get to that. Oh, we do? Oh, we, God. We, we get to talk about Pitt, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's oh, go I down. Mean, I can't, I can't yeah. wait to talk about Pitt. <laughs> Let's talk about Oklahoma and Cincinnati. Cincinnati is playing at home. I think they're undefeated at home, or they just lost their first home game in a very, very long time. Yeah, um, they uh, actually. Oklahoma's favored by 13 and a half. I do want to mention bad. I do want to mention Cincinnati a little bit. Um, they beat Pitt. That was one of the teams they beat. They wait. Where is it? Uh, Safari. Okay, Safari. Okay, they beat Pitt twenty-seven to twenty-one. Uh, they beat Eastern Kentucky sixty-six to thirteen. But do you want to know who they lost to? They lost to Miami of Ohio. And yeah, us here cool. inside the dome, we have a friend up there, good old Jubert. He goes to Miami of Ohio, so shout out to him. But, yeah, Miami of Ohio got a victory over Cincinnati. So, Carlin, what do you think about this game, though? Yeah, no. um, It's very tempting to take the upset. <laughs> mm, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to ride with Oklahoma. Um, John, who are you riding with? Uh, I'm probably still going to ride with Oklahoma. I'm not going to lie. Last week, actually, every single game for the most part, they've done pretty well. Against SMU week two, they only won 28-11. to But 
this past week against Tulsa. They won 66 to 17. Cincinnati is not a bad team. They're really not a bad team. I mean, we've talked about them before in previous episodes, but uh, I'm still taking Oklahoma. I really like them. I like their offense a lot. They put up a lot of points. So I'm not going upset here. I'm taking Oklahoma. Though, if you want to talk an upset, we got to talk Florida State going into Clemson. Now, Clemson lost to Duke, and then they lost again to fall out of the top 25. Um, I forget who they Actually, lost to. They did not. They, they didn't lose to fall out of the top 25. They just fell out. Yeah, they fell at out. That point. They just fell out. So Clemson, they won the last two games. They played Florida State. John, what do you think the odds are for this game? So don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Uh, I already saw the percentage. I think it's like Florida State's a fifty-two percent chance to win. I'm, right. I'm going to say it's close because it is in Clemson too. It's minus two and a half for Florida State. <laughs> I know, I know. We oh, could differ. I'm not going to say who I'm doing yet. Here's the thing: if Trevor Lawrence was playing. Clemson all day. Well, if Trevor Lawrence was playing, they'd be ranked like number one. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but here's the other. So you think about it this way. Clemson fell. They lost to Duke. Then they fell out. And then you also have to think about it this way. Florida State almost lost to Boston College. They didn't, but they almost did. Hmm? In Clemson. In Death Valley. Are you going to not take Florida State again? Second week in a row? No. The only reason why is I don't have faith in Clemson after playing like crap these past couple weeks. I can't do it. I can't do it. Are you going to do it? I was really hoping you'd pick Clemson. I really was. Um, Just looking at Clemson last week, they're starting to get back on track after that bad loss against Duke. But they've only played Charleston Southern and Florida Atlantic. And they won in good fashion. But like you said, I kind of have the same reasoning. I'm not sold yet with Clemson and thinking that they could come back from their struggles. So I was going to take Florida State anyway. And I also have a friend down there too. So yeah, I like to support my friends sometimes unless they're from Pitt. But uh, anyway, but I am going to take Florida State. That's who I was going to pick. I was hoping you'd pick Clemson though. I was really hoping. Uh, just for reference, we have a Thursday Night Football on in the background. John and I aren't really watching it, but I can look to my right. John can look behind me. <laughs> Williams just threw a punch at uh, one of the Giants players. Oh, um, I just wa- I just watched a replay. <laughs> it looks oh, like a very no. weak punch. It's a weak know. punch. But, it's oh, a very man. weak punch. Uh, that's fun. But that's a move you can't make in football. And also, we want to talk about a move you can't make in football. <laughs> You, you got to talk about Colorado, man, and them losing Travis Hunter. I'm skipping down one just because I think there's a great transition with uh, Travis Hunter. Uh, Going all the way to Colorado. We just talked about Florida State versus Clemson. Okay, go down okay. one and then go down another. It says Colorado versus Oregon. So let's talk about Colorado uh, ranked number oh. 19 going to Oregon. Oh. <laughs> um, Colorado obviously lost Travis Hunter in a – very controversial, um, like hit, um, where everyone's saying these dudes should be, um, uh, losing scholarship. He should, 
um, not play college sports anymore and all this thing. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's difficult. Colorado is not favorite at all. Oregon's favored by 21. Minus Take 21. Colorado. Take him. I never said I would bet against Deion Sanders. You did, so take him. I did, and then I changed my mind. But think about it this way, right? Colorado should have blown Colorado State out of the water. On paper. Sure. Yeah. On paper. They did not. That game went super late. Uh, I think it was, ended at 2 in the morning. Johnny and I were up playing Madden, and the game was still going. It was insane. Um, True. I don't know, man. Different from me. I'll, I'll say my pick right now while you think. Um, yeah. I'm taking Oregon. First off, if you remember me from last episode, I was ranting on Colorado stealing college game day from WVU. Then again, that college it, it game was day smart, actually, it, it was a smart decision. I'm just saying it was that a smart game decision. was crappy. It was not crappy. It was actually very fun if you were there. But... It was it was low scoring, but it was I'm very bored fun. watching it, buddy. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you should have came down then. Anyway, I was in the crowd. Um, but yeah, I'm still a bit bitter. But like you said, Colorado only beat Colorado State, uh, forty three to thirty five. But then again, Oregon also had a close victory against Texas Tech, um, thirty eight to thirty. So the battle of two teams that barely won their games last week, but I don't like Colorado. I said last week that the Cinderella story is coming to an end. They have to play Oregon, then USC, back-to-back. I already have them losing both games. I'm taking Oregon. The game's in Oregon. This is where it all crumbles. Travis Hunter is not playing. Even though I don't even think he's their wide receiver one. I think it's Weaver who's their wide receiver one. But anyway, I'm taking Oregon. The Colorado hype train. It's crashing. It reminds me of Kansas last year when Kansas went on that crazy run. And then they crashed hard when their quarterback went down. But I think it's crashing without a quarterback going down. I'm taking Oregon. Who do you got, Carlo? I've said I'll never beat. I said I will never bet against Coach Prime again. Until he loses a game, then I'll start betting against him. And I think it's going to be this week. I truly do. Truly, truly do. But he okay. hasn't lost yet. He hasn't Oregon lost yet. Hasn't. Oregon hasn't lost yet either. I know, but I haven't bet against Oregon, so give me Colorado. Man. Okay, our first separate pick. Well, moving up, I did not make a pick yet for this game. Uh, number 20 ranked Miami, Florida versus Temple. Why'd you not I make for this? I have a cousin who went to Temple, so that's why I'm a little... Miami, Florida all the way. You're taking Florida's Miami? by 23 and a half. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh, Miami has a 94% chance to win. Temple's never been relevant in the state of Pennsylvania. Pitt and Penn State has always been relevant. I can't tell you the last time Temple was ranked. I'll Actually, I'll Google it last time Temple was ranked. Man. Uh, yeah, Miami's been very good the first couple games let me see how Temp- temple is two and one right now uh they beat norfolk state 41 to nine and then they got killed okay 
they got killed by Rutgers, thirty-eight to seven. Give me Miami. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the first time Temple has been ranked since December fifth, twenty sixteen, after the Owls beat Navy thirty-four to ten in the AAC championship game. Temple was ranked number twenty-three. Yeah, I'm taking Miami. Uh, just the fact that Temple got killed by Rutgers, that's enough for me. Uh, make a decision. Yeah, so, right. who do you got? It's, give me Miami. Now, this next game, we're finally getting – or actually, we already did our rank versus rank. But I feel like this is more of a very close game. So, Ole Miss, rank number 15, goes to Alabama, rank number 13. I can't tell you the last time Alabama was ranked past the top 10. I think it's been a while. My dad told me this time. I can't remember. Alabama's hey. only favored by minus 7. Last time Ole Miss beat Alabama was in 2015. Will Ole Miss beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa? You're picking first. (laughs) By the way, I will say, before you make your pick, Alabama is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and they have a 65% chance to win this game. Alabama does. College football is so hard to pick. It you and hard. I talked about this the other day that NFL is harder than college, and it is. It truly is. But any given Saturday, man, truly, any given Saturday. Um, if this game was a Mississippi, I think Ole Miss would win. I truly do. It's not. It's in Bama. In Tuscaloosa. Nick Saban. He's two and one. I don't right yet, two and one. Yeah. Um it's not looking good for him. He's got a very hard schedule. Uh I think the man should honestly consider retiring. Retiring. <laughs> I mean, they suck. <laughs> I can't <laughs> like truthfully. Um, well, he could coach him back though to get to the playoffs somehow. It's Bama. Let's be honest. Um, I wish Ole Miss would win this, and I'm praying Ole Miss will win this. And I hope my pick's wrong. Well, I'm taking Alabama. Taking Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's Alabama's quarterback? Do we like? Do we have a definite quarterback for Alabama? Uh, no, actually. Um. Jalen Milrow started the first two games, but last week they started the other two quarterbacks. Um, I just lost them. Oh, there we go. Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner. They both started. Nick Saban said that he just wanted to get them playing time. So I would assume that Milrow will start. I would assume too because they well, played uh, South Florida. So you're taking Bama. Yeah, and I'm taking Bama. The past two weeks, I have not taken Ole Miss. The past Ole two weeks, Miss. I have not. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Mississippi. <laughs> I don't care. That's probably why I never picked them, because I can't say their name right. Um, <laughs> Ole Miss. Week one, I picked them, and you did not. But the past two weeks, I did not pick Ole Miss, and you did. And I was wrong both times. So you know what? I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm taking Mississippi. Oh, uh, they're not favored. I like being different from you too. So crap. You just <laughs> the thing there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do like Mississippi. They are three and zero. Their first three wins 
have been pretty convincing. I've been wrong about them so far. So I'm going to differ from you, Carlin. I'm going to take Mississippi. I'm going to hope that I am right. But, I mean, this game, it is in Bama, but I do think Alabama right now has a quarterback problem. They have been trying three different quarterbacks. They've not been able to figure out who they want to start, and they are playing Ole Miss, who has a very good team, and they got to it's, figure it out quickly. It's 3.30 time of game. It's not a night game either. Okay. So, okay. yeah. All right. This is already exciting. It's very well, exciting. You and I never differ this early. Anyways, Duke, ranked number 18, goes to Connecticut. Duke, ACC school. Man, Duke's been relevant this year. That's insane, man. Been really insane. How has... What, how has Connecticut been doing this year? Connecticut, um, I am still on Ole Miss right now. Let me see. Duke is um, favored minus 21 and a half. And the game's oh, in Connecticut. this is not good, Carlin. Connecticut Huskies, 0-3 to start the season. They have losses to NC State, 24-14. I bet we've talked about that one before. Uh, Georgia State, 35-14. And FIU twenty four to seventeen are the three losses. Duke, on the other hand, they just beat Northwestern thirty eight to fourteen, and they destroyed Lafayette week two, and then obviously they beat Clemson week one. Yeah, give me Duke. Yeah, uh, Connecticut. You're zero and three. You're about to go zero and four. I'm not gonna lie. So, y'all. Sorry, Connecticut. Um, you don't stand a chance. Duke's been very good. Uh, they have a ninety-two percent chance to win. I'm taking Duke all day. You all right? Moving on down the list, number ranked twenty-two, UCLA goes to number ranked eleven, Utah. Um, who's Utah's quarterback? Okay, was it, so, the, per- was it the person who played in the Pro Bowl last year? Not the Pro Bowl, the you? Rose Bowl. Uh, Cam Rising. Um, let me see if he is back. He did not play last week. Last week, they've made a full transition with the quarterback position. They were splitting between two guys week one, but now for Utah, Nate Johnson, their running quarterback, is now the main starter. He had a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Um, actually, got to see if Cam Rising is playing. Uh. But yeah, right now, Nate Johnson is their quarterback at the moment, I would say. You want to talk odds? Uh, you can. I'll, I'll look up uh, Cam Rising while you talk. <clears throat> Ooh, got a frog in my throat. One second. Sorry about that. Um, Utah is favored because it's in Utah by minus five and a half. And it is in Utah, too. Yeah. But it's in Utah. Mm-hmm. How did Utah do last week? Let's talk about that. Utah football. Utah last week, I'm looking at it right now, they beat Weber State 31-7. to But they only beat Baylor 20-13 to uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, but it depends who was quarterback. See, that's the thing. It depends who's going to start. Um, but do I do it? Actually, no, 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 no. Here's what. No, you, no, no. You made me go first with Take Mississippi, Alabama. You get to go now. 
You get to go now. Okay, I'm going first. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Cam Rising has been practicing. We're recording this on a Thursday night. He is not confirmed yet to be the starter, Cam Rising. So it could be either Nate Johnson or Cam Rising, I would say. But despite the quarterback, it's in Utah. I've never really been a UCLA guy. I really haven't been. Uh, looking at UCLA, though, they are 3-0. and Last week, they beat NC Central. Um, I'm still going to take Utah, though. I will take Utah. Uh, they are the slight favorites. And if Cam Rising is playing, I will definitely like this pick. So I'm taking Utah. How funny would it be if UCLA marched into Utah and upset Utah? Take the pick. How funny would it be? Take it. Let's differ up. Come on. Take it. I'm not doing it. Give me Utah. Oh, man. Reasoning. What's the reason? My reasoning? It's in Utah. Uh, The issue is, is that, uh, what's it called? You see how I just, I don't know, hasn't really impressed me. You beat uh, Coastal 27-13, you beat San Diego State 35-10, and then you kick the crowd out of NC Central 59-7. Um, but you got three hard games coming up, Utah, Washington State, then Oregon State. But I think Utah's going to hold out on this one, give me Utah. Okay, 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 okay. Next game, uh, Tennessee, who just lost to Florida in a pretty sad fashion. I'm not going to lie, they are now playing. UTSA Roadrunners, who are one and two. I've never heard of this team in my life. Uh, looking at their previous games, though, they lost to Army, then they beat Texas State, and then they lost to Houston in a close game. So they did beat Army, though. No, no, they did not beat Army. They lost to Army. They beat Texas State. Um,. They play Tennessee. Tennessee is looking for a rebound win. They're still in the top 25. They lost to Florida 29-16, to which honestly, I've never been a Florida guy. I really haven't been. They lost badly to Utah week one. So I do think that is kind of telling of Tennessee's team a bit. But Carlin, we were both wrong last week with Tennessee. Will you stick with them or go upset? I told you last week to take the pick. I told you to take Florida. I didn't like Florida. But if you took it, you would have been a game up. We're tied right now. It's all right. <laughs> Though, I know Rocky Top lost lost last week. And I knew they were most likely going to lose. I was sitting at the Yankees game, and I was like, crap, Tennessee's going to lose. But your favorite minus 21 and a half at home. Give me good old Rocky Top. Please don't sing it. Give me Tennessee. Rocky Top, yo! Oh my god. Home tweet! Oh my god. (laughs) So, for you guys at home, um, we normalize all the audio and stuff. So, like, me screaming won't be as loud for you guys. But for John, it's as loud oh, it's as you get it. So I, like, I'm screaming in the poor dude's ears. But yeah, give me Tennessee. Uh, I think Tennessee is going to bounce back this week. Um, yeah. Tennessee 
has an 86% chance to win. If it was away, I actually would consider the upset, but I'm taking Tennessee anyway. Joe Milton didn't have a bad game. He did throw a pick, though, against Florida, but he had two touchdown passes. But I don't I don't smell an upset here. I mean, it could happen. Tennessee, I didn't like their loss against Florida. I think it was a bad loss for them. But I do think they are going to be more motivated to win, though. So, speaking of Florida, this could be the last game that we do before the break. But Charlotte versus 25-ranked Florida. We are back to talking about them. Uh, they just beat Tennessee in a very good win, I would say. Florida right now is... Two and one. Their first loss was against Utah. We covered that. Uh, the Charlotte 49ers, as the name of Charlotte, um, they lost to Georgia State 41 to 25. Then they lost to Maryland, but they beat SC State. So a little up and down, but they're playing Florida. Uh, I'll let you go first, Carlin. Do you have the upset here? Florida's favored by minus 27 and a half. Shut out, Tennessee. Give me Florida. Also, just saying, uh, I'm sitting here, right? And my sister starts texting me the lyrics to Rocky Top. <laughs> she could hear me oh, singing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Give me Florida. Uh, Rocky Top, man. Uh, I'm taking Florida, too. I don't really like Florida still, but... Their win last week impressed me. It really did. I will take Florida as well. Just looking at them last... Actually, yeah, I'm going to... We'll shout them out a little bit. Um, haven't really shouted out too many players yet. Um, Graham Mertz, their starting quarterback, who did not have a good first game. Uh, he threw for a passing touchdown and had a rushing touchdown too. But their running back, not Travis Etienne from the uh, Jaguars. This is... Trevor Etienne, he had 23 carries, 172 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. So shout out to him for Florida, and I bet he'll probably have another big game against Charlotte. But you're taking Florida, I'm taking Florida. When we come back, we got a lot more games to talk about, a lot more exciting ones, including the college game day game, which we already teased earlier. But still a lot more to talk about, but we will be right back after this short break. Welcome back. After the break, uh, let's move on. Number ranked, Arkansas. I almost skipped the game. Goes to number ranked 12, LSU in Louisiana. Jonathan. I've never called you Jonathan my whole life. John. <laughs> my name is not even Jonathan. Is your name just actually John? It's literally just John. <laughs> yeah. It's thank John. Not, thank, shout out to the parents for not naming me Jonathan. <laughs> I would have not liked that name. Imagine my name was a Carlin. I've tricked you this whole time to think my name was actually Carlin. Your name's Jakey. <laughs> Oh, that's um, a funny story. Uh, anyway. Anyways. Yeah, you go. <laughs> number ranked, uh, Arkansas goes to number ranked LSU, uh, 12 LSU. LSU is favored by 17 and a half. Uh, it's in uh, LSU. And what time is the game at? 7 o'clock. 
the ninth game be down in Louisiana. John, 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 what are your thoughts about this game? Um, for Oregon LSU, Arkansas is not a team that we've followed. Arkansas has usually been good, but this is the first time on the pod that we are talking about them. So last week, they lost to BYU, their quarterback for BYU, former Pitt Panther, Kedin Slovis. wonder why he transferred out of there, but I bet Pitt fans now. Um, we know why. <laughs> yeah. Um. K.J. Jefferson is Arkansas's quarterback. He's been around for a while. Uh, I've always liked him. I really have. He's been a running quarterback, too, even though last game he didn't run as well. Uh, he's always been known. I've known him for a couple years now. So uh, He's still with Arkansas, but they are playing LSU, who after the first loss against Florida State, which was a very bad loss, 45-24, they beat Grambling State 72-10. And then they dominated Mississippi State, forty-one to fourteen. Uh, Jaden Daniels had a big game, went thirty for thirty-four, three sixty-one passing yards, two passing touchdowns, along with two rushing touchdowns. That is the Jaden Daniels that I know from last season. And also shout out to Malik Neighbors, who had thirteen catches for two hundred and thirty-nine receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. So two big players. Obviously, they got a lot of great players on defense as well. Um. I'm taking LSU here. Um, Arkansas, they lost to BYU, all teams. I think LSU is coming back with a vengeance right now. Shout out to Lance, as always, because this is is his team, LSU. Besides WVU, we all love WVU first. But I'm taking LSU here. It's in LSU. Arkansas, I like their quarterback, but it's going LSU's way. What about you? Yeah, it's going to LSU so I Give me LSU to win this game. Um, Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas kept it close, really close with BYU. So it's going to be very unique. I will say um, LSU is a 17.5 point favorite. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think uh, Arkansas will catch up with it. So we'll see. Yeah, don't, don't doubt Arkansas. I will say Never that. doubt Arkansas. Don't this doubt. next game. Number ranked 14, Oregon State, goes to number ranked 21, Washington State. Washington State, they're always the team at college game day. They have the longest streak with the long the flag, the little bobcat. Um, what are you saying right now? You, Washington <laughs> State. Uh, you know on college game day how they always have flags and stuff in the background? Yeah, I think. Uh, they, have yeah. The little, they have their logo always in the background. Oh. It's been there for like I don't know how many college game days. It's been there for a very long time. Interesting. Thank you. For I know. That. I'm doing my um, pick first, by the way, because oh. I want you to differ from me. So I'm doing my pick first. I know uh, who you're going to take, and I want to take them too. Well, let me get to it real <laughs> quick. So Oregon State versus Washington State. Oregon State. Uh, last week they beat San Diego State pretty well. This is. I love saying his name so much. DJ Ayugalei, former Clemson Tiger. Um, Got two interceptions, though, but a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown against San Diego State last week. Good convincing win. Washington State, I don't really recall talking about them much. Um, 
Safari is not loading up their game right now. There we go. They beat Northern Colorado 64-21 to uh, a week before they beat Wisconsin 31-22, to and then they beat Colorado State 50-24. to Every single week, Carlin, I have picked Oregon State, and every single week I've been right. Now, Oregon State are only three-point favorites, and according to ESPN, they have a 65% chance to win. But this game is at Washington State. So this game could go either way. But, like I said earlier, I am 3-0 when picking Oregon State. We're going 4-0, baby. I'm taking Oregon State. I hope they win. Carlin, who do you got? I get to get the first pick for the college game day, by the way. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Fair? Yeah, that's right. You're lucky. You're so lucky. Oregon State's favored by minus three, but it's played in Washington State. This game, this game will be held at 7 p.m. our time. So it'll be around four o'clock in Washington. I'm doing it. I'm taking the upset. Three points. Send a lot. Give me yes. Washington State. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love yes, being sir. right and you being wrong. Hey, I you're going, it. you're going three and one this week, buddy. Just saying, bro. Yeah, so far we only have three different picks, but there is still room for us to pick differently. But we'll see. I have right a feeling here. this one's going to be different too. Number ranked three, Texas goes to Baylor. Texas last week, wow, they played like absolute crap. They played so sorry. I just bumped my whole microphone. Yeah, they didn't play that good. They got shut out, and then they actually finally started scoring. Uh, Texas is favored. Uh, yes, favored by minus fourteen and a half. Um, take John. the upset. Yeah, why? They, Wyoming was kicking the crap out of them, and then Texas finally decided to play. Let's talk about the Baylor Bears because I feel like the Baylor Bears have been a really great football team this year. They're what? What's their record? They won two. Yeah, they kicked the crap out of LIU, but they they barely lost to Utah. And then they they lost to Texas. They barely lost to Texas State too. I'm not doing it. Give me Texas. Taking Texas. I wanted to. But the other game wasn't close enough, in my opinion, for what it needed to be. I'm not going to lie. I am looking at the Utah versus Baylor game, but looking at the Utah game, uh, there was a lot of struggles with uh, Utah's old quarterback, uh, Bryson Barnes, who was the starter. Then they eventually made the switch to Nate Johnson. So Baylor kind of had that going for them in that game. But I really... Don't want to pick Texas. I really don't. But Baylor's just not an upset I'm taking. I hope personally, personally, I hope Baylor does the upset here. I really do. I would love to see all of those Texas fans just so sad that their team is no longer going to be relevant this season when they lose to Baylor. But on a professional level, I don't see it happening. I'm taking Horns Texas up. here. Horns I'm up. not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it horns up. Why do you love Texas so much? I don't. 
Why do you keep saying horns up? Because <laughs> they beat Bama. That's true. You're, Any team who can, beats Bama, okay. I like. You can only like Bama, but you just picked Bama. <laughs> I know. Hypocrite. <laughs> hypocrite. I didn't say I wanted Bama to win. Bruh, I said you're I think a Bama hypocrite. going to win. Oh my god, Jakey. Um, hey, there's a difference. I said I literally said I don't think Bama. I don't want Bama to win, but I think Bama is going to win. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's a big game this week. There Huge is. game. And the only reason why it's a big game is because the good old whiteout here in Pennsylvania. Number ranked 24, Iowa, comes to number ranked 7, Penn State, for their annual whiteout game. I've been trying to get tickets to this thing for years, and I can pay the ticket price. The hotels. Now, that's a whole different story, man. So, one day... It will be on my bucket list. I'm sure John would love to go to a wild game as well. Be super fun. But games in Penn State. Penn State is favored minus 14 and a half. Let's talk about Penn State though real quick. Because Penn State has been, I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it. So it has been a very interesting football team this year. Everyone's saying this team is going to the national championship playoffs. The playoffs, not national championship playoffs. You struggled against West Virginia, even though you beat West Virginia. Delaware, you handled perfectly. Illinois, eh, it wasn't too bad. But you get to play Iowa, then you have to play Northwestern, then you play UMass, and then you play, where are they? Hold on. Yeah, then you play Ohio State and Columbus. And then obviously you have Michigan to wrap up the season. So you have three ranked teams to finish off. The season with with two of them being on what should be top five teams. We'll Take get the upset. I'm not betting against my Nittany Lions. Give me Penn State by a million, brother. Uh, it's like that famous whiteout clip. Actually, we're gonna talk about this because I didn't really dive into this. So we were at that Steeler game. This is completely two different worlds, but oh obviously the pick six happens. First play of the game, high Smith. Then the Cleveland Browns come out, and then they run a play, and then they call a timeout immediately afterwards. And it reminded me of the famous whiteout clip when Penn State played Michigan, and uh, the quarterback runs on the field, and then he immediately called a timeout, and that place went absolute nuts. It was insane. The whiteout is one of the greatest shows on earth by far. For football in general, give me Penn State. I'm not gonna lie. In that clip, I've all, I've always liked the clip, but I've always not liked the clip too because I feel like Penn State Stadium was playing Mo Bamba too much. Like I feel like they should just cut it out early because they were like ready no. to snap the ball. They were like ready to snap the ball. They're like, oh, oh, like that. It was still going on. I'm like, home field song. advantage. I know, but like you can't play music while they're about to snap it. I don't know. That, no. That's always bothered me a bit. But also, if you remember uh, a couple episodes back when we talked about Penn State, I was very critical of their stadium and the way they handled stuff there. So that's another no. criticism for Penn you State. Know, no, no, no. You know what's funny about that, though? What? You've never had an issue with that your whole entire life. 
when we went to a game last year, you never had the issue. Never once said, I don't like how they do this. Until West Virginia plays them at Beaver Stadium. Then you have an issue with it. I'm educated now. <laughs> Bro, that's how home field advantage works. I mean, the Steelers do it. They'll go like, they'll go be like Chubb runs up the middle, gain a five. It's like playing Renegade while they're about to snap it. Okay, anyway, we're going on a whole rant about Penn State Stadium <laughs> instead of the how team. awesome that place is. It is awesome that the game, the West Virginia game, was almost a whiteout, but they had a blue stripe in the middle, so it was close to being a whiteout. The except there was a lot of yellow in there too, a lot of yellow. But shout out to all my WVU fans out there. Um, Can you anyway, make your pick already? <laughs> I know uh, we're we're on good pace right now, so I think we have enough time to dilly dally. Um, Penn State, though, I do want to talk about a bit because I am a Penn State fan. I've not been impressed with them. I've been impressed with their defense but I've not been impressed with their offense. I think they've been playing safe with the offense. I feel like when you're going against Delaware and Illinois and West Virginia, you should really be trying to just utilize Drew Aller the most you can, like trying different passes, like letting him get loose, letting him just seeing what he's got. Like you're playing the easier teams right now. And all they've just been doing is playing it safe with Drew Aller. I mean, his stat sheets in the first two weeks look very good, but when you really watch it, the majority of the passes were like safe throws, safe checkdowns. And just because like, I see rankings with Drew Aller so high up, and they're not really utilizing him to that, so I feel like they should have like really tested him in the passing game these past couple games while the competition's easier, but I really feel like they haven't. They play They've been doing it safe with Drew Aller, and now he has to play Iowa, who has a good defense, and then eventually Ohio State, too. And I don't know if he's going to be ready for those games. But because last week against Illinois, uh, Drew Aller did not have a great game, uh, at least accuracy-wise. It was only 16 for 33, but then he also threw for 200 passing yards. But they snuck out the win against Illinois, but I don't know if they're... I think they're ready for Iowa. I have Penn State beating Iowa. Um, it is the wideout. I don't like Iowa. I don't like their offense. I've never, I never have. Though they do produce good tight ends. I will say that. But I'm more scared for Penn State once they get to Ohio State because I don't know right now if I would pick Penn State over Ohio State. I need to see more from the offense. You can't run the ball forever. I feel like they should have practiced a bit more with Drew Aller in terms of throwing deep down the field a bit more. And Penn State still is trying to figure out who their wide receiver one is going to be as well. So I'm uh, still taking Penn not, State, though. Not to cut you off, um, but like we said, they have Iowa, the Northwestern, and then they're on their bye, then UMass, then Ohio State. So with that in mind, um, they got time to figure out this passing game. I think you really need a... Uh, Go hard with it against Northwestern and UMass for sure. Because if not, it's going to be a very tough struggle without Ohio State. Because I agree with you. If they play Ohio, when they play Ohio State, it might not be a super easy win for Penn State. It's not going to be, but you get my point. It's not going to be like, I'm yeah. we're going to march into this game and win this game. I've never had that confidence with Ohio State. And this year, everyone's like, oh, this is going to be different. But right now, the way they're playing, they're not. However, Ohio State could fall. So well, let's talk about that. 
Number ranked six, Ohio State goes to Notre Dame in Indiana, where College Game Day is hosted this week. John, this is the game of the week for a hundred percent sure. Um, it is. I have no idea what Definitely. those words were. I know. Um, <laughs> I don't like how Ohio State's been playing. They haven't impressed me. And I'm not saying that because I don't like Ohio State, but I'm saying that just as a college football viewer. I want to hear your thoughts, and I get to make my pick first. I was hoping you'd make your pick first, uh, but I'll talk a bit about them. I'll talk about Notre Dame first because they're for now. We don't talk about them as much, like as in depth, because they've had a pretty simple week, first couple of weeks. So they have they've played four already. Uh, they beat they destroyed Navy. 42 to 3, destroyed uh Tennessee State 56 to 3, destroyed NC State 45 to 24, and destroyed Central Mississippi. No, Central Michigan. They destroyed 41 to 17. So they're on a hot streak right now. Um I'm going to look at their game against NC State cuz I think that's probably like the best competition they played. Their quarterback Sam Hartman uh, three for four passing touchdowns, 15 for 24, 286. They have a good running back in Audric Esteem, uh, two rushing touchdowns. And then seeing how they followed up against Central Michigan, uh, Hartman threw for three passing touchdowns, 330 passing yards. Uh, Esteem, 20 carries, 176 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. So those are the two players to watch. Uh, Audric Esteem, the running back, and Sam Hartman, the quarterback, both have been very good for Notre Dame. Ohio State, um, yeah, looking at their wins, um, they struggled against Indiana, but that was their first game with their new quarterback, Kyle McCourt. So, expect some struggles, but Youngstown State, they won 35-7. to uh, Kyle McCourt started to look a lot better, 3 for 258 passing yards, 3 passing touchdowns. Let's talk about last week, though. Uh, against Western Kentucky, uh, Ohio State, Kyle McCord is heating up now. And you do remember, last uh, when C.J. Stroud started his first year, he did not start off well. His first couple games, they lost to Oregon, I believe. A big upset that year, C.J. Stroud's first starting year. But C.J. Stroud took a while to come on and to become the player that we know now. He did not start off very good when he started, but... Same with Kyle McCord. His first game was not as good, but then the past two games, he has been a lot better. Uh, this past game, 19 for 23, 318 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. Uh, they do have good running backs. Trayvon Henderson, always good and reliable. And then they like to use committees, too. So they like using other running backs. But this team, the X factor in this game is going to be Marvin Harrison Jr., who is the best wide receiver in college football. Last game, he had five catches. 126 receiving yards, one touchdown. And they also have Amika Ibuka, who had four catches, 57 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns. So Ohio State is talent. Ohio State has always been known to have a good defense as well. And Notre Dame has very good defense as well. So I think the X factor in this game, though, is going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. Ohio State is favored by three points. And ESPN says that they have a 66% chance to win this game. But it's in Notre Dame. So there are a lot of factors involved. 
Ohio, uh, Notre Dame's been more consistent over the season, but Ohio State has gradually gone better, in my opinion. So there's your little preview, Carlin. You said you're picking first. So I am. Who do you got? Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, number ranked. I completely lost the game. Six Ohio State at number ranked number nine, Notre Dame. Honestly, Ohio State's head coach is on the hot seat this season. He's 0-2 against Michigan, once in Columbus, once in Ann Harbor. Um, and I don't know. Their quarterback is finally getting together. They struggled a little bit against uh, Youngtown State, only winning 35-7. to They struggled a lot against Indiana. But this team is finally heating it up. But, man, do I love a good old upset. upset. Take the upset. Give me Notre Dame. Give me Thank Notre you. Dame, the fighting Thank Irish, you. baby. Okay. Give me Notre Dame. Taking Notre Dame. Well, yep. I did praise Notre Dame, but I also praised Ohio State. I, Like I said, I think the X Factor will be Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm taking Ohio State. I want to differ from you first off, but I was going to take Ohio State no matter what. But I think this game could go either way. I think I could easily be wrong with this, but one to differ from you. I'm going to go Ohio State, but I was going to pick them no matter what, though. So I'm taking Ohio who State. I think. Who am I rooting for? Yeah. Uh, Besides pick. Obviously, you're going to want Ohio State to win for this, but who do you want to win as a football fan? Honestly, I'm going to say Ohio State because, as a uh, as a Penn State fan, I'd rather beat Ohio State when they're like ranked five or four or whatever. I like we've done Penn it before. State. I'd like Penn State to beat them at their best. So we've I'd like beat... them to keep. I'd like Ohio State to keep getting momentum, keep winning, so then Penn State could have a big victory. So I am rooting for Ohio State here. Dude, I I remember uh when well I have to go on. Oh, so sorry. I remember when Penn State beat Ohio State when they were unranked in the wideout game, the block field goal return. Do you remember that? Yeah. We were like we were like fifteen at the time, I think. Yeah. Nuts. Anyways, great game. Moving on down the list. Former games to talk about here. UAB. Who is UAB? Uh, I'm still on Ohio do you, State. Do you, right? do you even know who UAB is? Goes we've to play number eight. U- we've talked about UAB before, I think. Uh, the, they're just <laughs> UAB Blazers. Yeah, so. and they play Georgia. Number ranked one, Georgia. Georgia is favored minus 42 and a half. Sean, you're going to take the upset. Uh, I already have my last four picks down. So, yeah. No. Georgia I, all the way. Yeah, I'm likely not changing my picks. Well, maybe we'll talk about the last couple. But, um, yeah, Georgia, I'll just briefly, I don't want to stay too long on Georgia, but the past couple of weeks for Georgia, last week for Georgia was not as good. Uh, they only beat South Carolina 24-14. to And let me look at it. Spencer Rattler tried his best against that defense, but Carson Beck, 27 for 35, 269 passing yards uh they really dominated in the running game primarily georgia so a little struggle there but i feel like georgia in general they really have an easy schedule they really do i mean they'll play auburn they'll play florida their toughest game is going to be against they have Ole miss Ole miss and 
Tennessee. But I feel like they're all winnable games for Georgia. So I'm taking Georgia here, and I don't think they get interesting for a while, honestly. <laughs> no, it's kind of unfair that Georgia has always been this good. Um, and not fair. Uh, so I'm getting distracted. There's something interesting happening on Thursday night football. Daniel, uh, the head coach for the Giants, was ripping out the refs. Um, really? Anyways, yeah, Georgia hasn't really been like they don't really play any good teams, and when they do, it's just like they blow them out of the water. I'm not saying they're bad, but like you know what I mean. They play like two ranked teams, and that's a problem with college football. They only play like three ranked teams a year, and then it's not that good. Uh, and next year they're fixing it, thankfully, with all these realignments and crap. I know uh, Georgia's actually gonna have to play Alabama more often and stuff, which is good. Uh, Penn State's going to play more people as well. I would love to see Penn State versus Bama or Penn State versus Georgia because it's going to be very rare if we get it. Um, yeah. But, hey, we get a 12-team 12, 12 playoff next year, which is going to make this, like, so much better too. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, moving on down. Number rank 17, UNC goes to Pittsburgh. Take Pitt. Uh, you, Take Pitt. Yeah. No. Take Pitt. Uh, UNC is ranked minus 7.5. Pitt. Let's talk about Pitt. Because Only minus you seven and, I, and a half. Take Pitt. Take them. Pitt looked horrible. Take them. Can 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 I talk? I'm not yes. taking Pitt. There's no take way. Pitt. So John was at the game backyard brawl. I was not. I was at home. I was actually at the Yankee game against the Pirates. My dad and I came home. We turned on the game to watch Pitt lose. We do not like Pitt at all. Um, we've always been big Penn State fans, man. Were you a Pitt fan growing up? Well, it was Penn State. I kind of, I didn't really care at all for uh, Pitt football. Now you don't. Now you hate it. We'll get into that, right? Make your pick. Uh, yeah, Nick Pitt. Um, so I could, so I could say my thing. Well, I want to talk. Okay, they're quarterback uh, I got a, for Pitt. I got a nice, I got a nice thing for Pitt coming up. What am I going to be allowed <laughs> to talk? You can talk. This is going to be five, like ten minutes of you over talking. I'll, I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch some football while you talk. I'm kidding. I'll who's who's Pitt's football? Who's Pitt's quarterback? Uh, Phil Jerkovich. Yeah, he sucked. He only went eight for like twenty last week. Threw three interceptions. He played horrible, and everyone demanded that they take him out. And uh, their coach can't think of his name. Um, this is how much I watch Pitt football. Yeah. Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, Narduzzi. Narduzzi. Yeah. Um, he said, nope, he's our quarterback. So, I mean, he's standing up for the dude, but he, they stunk, man. They lost to Cincinnati. They blew their week one game out of the water, but who doesn't blow their week one game out of the water? Pitt, UNC. I don't know the last time UNC was actually uh, favored to beat Pitt, but Pitt doesn't look good. I think Narduzzi should low-key kind of be fired. And the only reason really? he had... The only reason he's not is because of the ACC when Kenny had his senior year and Trevor Lawrence was gone. That's the only way they won that. Kenny's not there anymore. And Kenny was great his senior year. I mean, I wish he was great his sophomore year in the NFL right now. Um, But they're missing that. They have no quarterback. They have their weapons their defense is absolutely horrible. That Penn State, that West Virginia Pitt game was literally the worst college football game I think I've ever watched. 
I don't know what By you far. were watching. The worst college football, because I'm not a fan of either of the teams. I wanted WVU to win. I root for WVU all the time just because you go to WVU. Same thing with Bowling Green. Same thing with uh, Miami. And same thing with Roe picked stuff. Michigan over Bowling Green. What a fan. I'm just kidding. Because we all knew Bowling Green would lose. But, um, yeah, no. He low-key should kind of be fired. I don't think he'll be fired at the end of this season unless if they only win one game. Which, honestly, um, their schedule, this is like pretty Google. Their schedule, they play UNC, then they play Virginia Tech in Virginia, Louisville, Wake Forest, Notre Dame's going to be a hard game. Florida State's going to be a hard game. Um, Syracuse, Boston College, which I think Boston College will be him, and Duke. This team will go under 500 this year. I have no doubt about it in my mind. You're already 1-2. You're going to drop to 1-3. Virginia Tech, enter Sandman, legendary entrance. You're going to lose that. Louisville, you might win it. Wake Forest, you might win it. Notre Dame, you're going to lose. Florida State, you're going to lose. Syracuse, eh, Boston College, I think you might lose. And Duke, you're going to lose. I think Pat Narduzzi should be fired. And if he's not by the end of the season, it's going to be next season. Man. Hot take. Hot take. Anyways, well, UNC. Okay. <laughs> First off, let's talk about Pitt and how great Pitt played in this backyard brawl. Bill Dracovich. A beautiful, a beautiful stat line of 8 and 20. 81 passing yards, which actually, when you really look at it, was the most amount of passing yards for any quarterback in that game. Incredible work by Phil Dracovich. Three interceptions. I mean, his offense was not helping him. It's not like he completely just overthrew a receiver and it went right into the cornerback's hands. It wasn't like that at all. Phil Jerkovich, I mean, 11 rushes for 35 rushing yards, too. I mean, what a warrior. He is so good, in my opinion. I mean, Kenny Pickett, who? I don't even know. But Phil Jerkovich, such a good quarterback. Their leading running back, Rodney Hammond Jr., 14 carries for 49 rushing yards. Man, what a great stat line for Pitt in their running game. Uh, Their leading wide receiver, Gavin Bartholomew, for only two catches for 39 receiving yards. Great effort by Pitt. Excellent effort. It was a tough loss for Pitt, but they played so well. I'm not going to lie. They played so well. But now okay. they're playing UNC. Man, this pit team is on a good roll right now. A very close loss to West Virginia. But they're playing UNC. I've picked UNC every single time. I'm still picking UNC. But man, Pitt played so well, Carlin. They played so okay. well. Now, let's get the West yeah. Virginia out of you real quick, okay? Yeah. In order for Pitt to actually play really well. What do you think yeah. needs to happen? Uh, Phil Dracovich has to not be on the team. <laughs> okay, that's one. Okay, but do you agree? Do you agree with my head coach take? Narduzzi Honestly, I mean, I've always viewed him as a good head coach. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
I don't think he's been bad. I just think Phil, Phil Jerkovich is terrible. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that. But okay. that defense looks okay. horrible. That's the thing. The defense wasn't bad. Okay. I'll, I'll analyze the game a bit. We got time. This is going to be the last game that we talk about in depth. So, the backyard brawl. Um, Garrett Green, the starting quarterback for WVU, went down. And Nico Mercuriel, the backup, came in. So, well, they were very. Yeah, they were very safe. They didn't throw it a lot. So that's why in my little fun speech there, uh, Djurkovic actually led the whole, out of all the quarterbacks, he had the most uh, passing yards. And that's kind of why. It's because they played it very safe. But they ran the ball over and over. Uh, WVU. WVU has a very good running game. I will say that. And that's all they did against Pitt. So there really wasn't a chance for Pitt and... Uh, Pitt's offense is just bad. I think that's just the best way to put it. Uh, Djurkovic is just not a good quarterback. He's not good at all. So Pitt's got a lot of problems, in my opinion. They really do. I've I had to talk about Pitt a lot for U ninety two the Moose. So yeah, well, <laughs> think about it this way too with Phil Djurkovic. Right? He obviously um he's not having a good year, and I expect him to go below five hundred. I really do. Um, he's an old quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Let's say he doesn't get fired, right? You have to do so much recruitment and recruitment with Pitt is so hard. I think you'll look at like the big D one schools in Pennsylvania and you're like Penn state. I don't think anyone's like, Oh, I'm going to go to Pitt unless if they don't get many acceptance, it depends on scholarships and stuff. I know that for a fact, but like a D one person, like the number one prospect in the country is not going to be like, Oh, I want to go to Pitt unless they're from here. Yeah, you know, same thing with WVU. Strakovich is actually from the Pittsburgh area. Fun fact: I had to do my research on him. Sadly, (laughs) they said. Um, and honestly, like they need a good quarterback. They need some key weapons, and they could be relevant in the ACC because ACC stinks. Florida State's the only good team, along with UNC and Duke. But those are new additions this year. We all knew uh, Florida State was going to be in top for in the country um but yeah Pitt, you gotta figure it out dude you really do um i don't really care for y'all um but hey if you go to the championship it's fun to watch you i will support yeah. you i'm not gonna lie last but comment other than last that, comment for Pitt. um if you lose to neil brown that is a new low for you as a football team oh if you lose yeah, to neil brown you're just, I mean, I would just completely rethink everything at that point. I mean, Neil Brown actually outcoached Pitt, which is sad. I'm not going to lie. The fact that Neil Brown could just call running plays 90% of the time and win is just sad. So, yeah, Pitt, figure stuff out. It won't happen, though. So, uh, last two games. No, it will not. Yeah, last two games, I think we spent a lot of time talking about Pitt and Penn State, so we're going to speed run these last two games. I think they're pretty easy to predict, too. Let's get an upset, Carlin. But first one, California going to Washington. Washington is ranked number eight. Um, I'll pull up their last game real quick. Washington last week, they played Tulsa. No, not Tulsa. They played Michigan State. Uh, they destroyed them 41-7. to uh, Michael Penix Jr. is... I'm, I'm not sure I was watching TV. I don't know if it's Penix or Penix. 
So I've been saying Phoenix every single week. So I'm just going to stick with that. So he's honestly a Heisman candidate, honestly. He's a very good quarterback. And I have not... He pat, he had 473 passing yards and four passing touchdowns. That's crazy to think about. He's going off. Um, I'm taking Washington. Carlin, do you have an upset? No here? way. Washington. Okay. Washington. Washington's favored by minus 20 and a half. Yeah, I could see why. <laughs> they have a great running back. Um, Brad, didn't he get hurt? We've talked about this before. Washington's running back? Yeah. I haven't followed... They're running that back through. It's hard to watch college. Yeah, especially Washington doesn't play the elite teams. But anyway, last game that we're going to talk about. Number five, USC Trojans going to Arizona State to play the Sun Devils. Um, little Caleb Williams watched since he's the Heisman favorite. Uh, last week at Stanford, he went 19 for 21, 281 passing yards and three passing touchdowns, along with one rush for 21 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. So four total touchdowns for Caleb Williams, the Heisman favorite right now, and arguably the number one overall pick in the NFL draft next year. Uh, this week, like I said, they play Arizona State. Um, I'll ask you first, Carlin. Last chance for an upset here. Do you got it? Isn't Arizona, isn't Arizona State 0-3? Arizona State is one and two. Yeah, no. <laughs> USC. Man. Uh, yeah, they got killed by Fresno State last week and lost to Oklahoma State. Um, You're taking USC. I'm taking USC. Um, Very easy pick there. I don't think that's anything controversial. So there we go. That is college football week four preview. We went very long on Penn State and Pitt for some reason, but... Hey, there are uh, local teams. They are a local team. But a lot of fun games. You and I picked four different games. Uh, we were different on four different games. Uh, that would be Colorado and Oregon, Mississippi and Alabama, Oregon State and Washington State, and Ohio State versus Notre Dame were the four games that we were different on. So we will see if we have the same record next week we are neck and neck right now so it'll be very interesting to see but thank you all for listening to us that will do it for this week's episodes so next week we will have a new schedule in a way a lot of similar episodes uh one or two reaction episodes will drop next week the three normal episodes uh most likely a guest speaker for the steelers raiders reaction yeah and 99% chance we'll have a guest speaker. And me and someone else, uh, he has a podcast of his own. We might do a little collab. Unconfirmed. We're working it out. So there might be another episode there. So there might be six episodes next week. So a lot yeah, of content. You got some? Yeah, to talk on that. Yeah. Uh, make sure you head over to our Instagram because Monday morning, like 12 in the morning, yeah, 12 in the morning. I think I'm posting it. We're, go- we're going to have the official schedule release for next week. So you'll be able to see each and every episode that we are planning on posting this week. Uh, we're going to put a note, though, saying some things are subject to change. Like, for example, if something big happens on that Thursday night game that week. John and I might react to it. You know, same thing with anything else. 
Um, but yeah, you'll be able to know what's going on each and every single week from here on out. And then make sure you follow us on TikTok. Uh, we are still doing reactions as well as Twitter slash X. Um, as we are always constantly posting during games of our thoughts and our opinions. Um, except and yeah, uh, except this Thursday night football, obviously. But and I'm pretty oh, well. sure John and I have something confirmed starting the beginning of October. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, we'll we'll get yeah. into that later. We won't we'll get into that. that but yeah, we're not getting into that. We have a little bit, but we got big things coming. We're going every single day. Um, so make sure you spread the word about our podcast. Tell your friends, yeah. tell your families. And if you're one of our friends, either DM us, text us. And if you're interested in joining the show and talking about football or baseball or hockey or basketball, because this isn't just football. Other sports are starting up soon. Come yes. October. Hockey starts we're, come October. Basketball starts. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna be very busy, and we're gonna have a lot of co- sports content out for you all. So, uh, tell your friends, tell other people if they like sports. Tell your grandma. Uh, yeah, if if anybody likes sports, <laughs> tell them. Share tell it. Your share, share links to our podcast and everything. There's so many links you can use. You can use our link tree, anything, but just tell people because. We have a lot of content, a lot of fun content out. But you, I'll also post the weekly schedule on Twitter or X as well. So while it's on Instagram, I'll make sure it's on Twitter as well. So make sure to follow all of those social medias that Carlin said. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, slash X, uh, TikTok, Facebook. You can find all the links and all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. Learn that, Carlin. Fun week, you and I. We got a better week coming up. It's going to be a lot more fun. I'm excited. Uh, with Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dadera. Have a great day, everyone. And see you next time on Inside the Dome.